podcast about two sisters that are glam-sessed, a little stressed, but mostly blessed. I'm Jordan. And I'm Riley. And we're your co-hosts for Beauty Queens. Hey, y'all. It's Riley. And Jordan. And we are back. I know it's been kind of a little while since we've um, released a podcast. Things just got crazy. You know, life gets in the way sometimes. Yes, and we are gearing up for a crazy busy wedding season. Yay. And uh, I'm having a baby. Yay! (laughs) Yay! So life's life's been awesome, but very busy. Absolutely. Um, Today we just wanted to address some frequently asked questions, some FAQs um, that we get all the time. And... You know, we just want our audience and our clients and also fellow artists to be able to benefit from this. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just wanted to hit some hot topics as we head into a crazy season, um, just with the hopes that this podcast would help clarify. Yeah, clarify some things and sometimes us explaining it versus like an email that we've pre-written, it can just clarify things a little bit more or maybe answer questions that you never even thought to ask. Totally. And also, if you're anything like me, you don't love reading. (laughs) Yeah. Reading's a little bit of a chore for me. (laughs) All right, Jordan, I'll let you um, take take number one. Okay, number one is kind of a two-part question. So um, the first question that we get a lot is, do you do free bridal trials? And the answer is no. no. <laughs> um, we don't do free trials for a lot of reasons. I'll just start with the first. This is our full-time job. Yes. Do we ask you to work for free? No, we no. don't. So we are happy to do like an on-the-phone consultation, like mm-hmm. a getting to know you. We can discuss your vision. You can send us pictures. We can look at Pinterest boards if that makes you feel more comfortable. However... Um, as far as us doing a trial, like actual hair and makeup, no, we don't do free trials. And I think that you'll find um, any reputable hair and makeup company will not be offering a free hair and makeup trial. Frankly, if someone does tell you that you get a free trial, that should be like blinking lights to you. Like, why are they doing something for free? This doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I would say for us in particular, we have a lovely team right now of 25 artists at least. And um, we just can't ask them to work for free. It's mm-hmm. not fair. And I would say that if you're a single artist and you're working freelance by yourself and you're booking this by yourself, that's your choice to do a free trial or not. It is your choice, but also I'm just going to interject here because I feel like I have talked to several like yeah. artists starting. Know your worth, ladies. Like, yes. So this kind of leads into our next question is like, why is a trial less than the wedding day? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer to that is we want you to do a trial. Like we want to incentivize you to do a trial. And so obviously on the trial day, like you're coming into our studio. So we're not having to travel. We're not having to pack up. We're not having to drive to you. We don't have all that overhead. 
And also, we usually do trials back to back to back to back. Mm -hmm. Very normal for me and Riley to have four or five trials in studio any given day. Yeah. So, obviously, we can charge less for this because we can stack things back to back to back to back to back. Whereas on your wedding day, it's all about you, girl. Like, Riley has one wedding. I lead one wedding. We have normally our other lead artists leading other weddings. So, I don't get to work four weddings on a Saturday. I work only yours. So, that's why that service is priced at a premium on your wedding day because it's all about you and it should be yeah absolutely um yeah good i think that kind of covers it that covers it yeah all right so um really specifically i don't know why this has come up in the past month i mean i've had this question throughout especially in my trials um but when we're talking about makeup in particular one thing that's cool about Grand Slam Glam is that airbrush is an option that is included in your price and not an extra add-on. A lot of companies do add-ons to, you know, accommodate airbrush, but for you, if you're booking with us, it is an option that is available no matter what. Um, But I do get the question, you know, why airbrush or why hand-applied foundation? And with this, I just kind of want to address some pros and cons. So the first thing that I want to address, and I normally address, is just kind of your skin type. What your needs are, and also the kind of finish that you want. I think one thing, too, real quick to interject here, is just, like, what is airbrush makeup? A lot of people Mm. don't know. Mm -hmm. So airbrush is a lightweight mist that comes through a small gun spray machine. Mm -hmm. An air compressor. Yeah, an air compressor. It creates a very even layer of makeup that looks very natural, but it is, I would say, more matte. Um, our, Our artists on our team use a variety of products. We don't regulate this because we want everyone to use what's most comfortable or what they work the best with. However, they are approved by us. I would say sure. it's not just all willy-nilly. <laughs> every, yeah, everything's a high-end brand. But I would say our team is pretty split between, like, two or three brands. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Tim2 is a very popular one. Riley Ket. and I use Ket. There's also Mud, um, yeah, which is another brand. So I'll just address some of the benefits of Airbrush. Um, it does provide a very seamless coverage, which is awesome. And it kind of has that doll-like um, tendency. Like, you are real doll-like. Like, you know, like, porcelain. You can have, like, a porcelain finish, okay? My sister just gave me the rudest look. She's like, what does that even mean? Um, that's what it means. Not whatever. Y'all, y'all are vibing with me. It's fine. Um, and it, one thing that's cool, too, which is also with hand-applied foundation, is that... It truly has, like, a flawless natural finish, but it can be, um, it's very buildable as well. So, if you really want that, you know. I mean, if you just want, like, a lot of coverage. Yeah. Like, if you have acne mm -hmm. scarring or you have redness, pigment, hyperpigmentation, anything Mm -hmm. like that, we can definitely knock it out Mm -hmm. with, with airbrush. Mm -hmm. It's not going to move. So it goes on wet, and then once it dries, it's, like, it really stays. Like, we -hmm. always give our brides an example, because obviously being based in Texas, we are battling, like, over 100-degree heat. 
an airbrush is you know one of the things like riley got literally baptized in water wearing airbrush foundation like it <laughs> and i doesn't ar- i arose know. saved and beautiful <laughs> you know what i mean so like it really it really does hold up it does great in the texas heat you know there's really minimal touch-ups i will say though it is not great if you're a huge sweater like me i sweat on my nose a lot and that can break it up so i will just you know we address that in especially a trial and like riley kind of started the segment uh, a minute ago talking about like there are obviously cons to everything. So mm-hmm. if you have really like well, dry... let's get into the cons a second. Because um, I still have a couple other ones. Okay. okay. Another awesome thing about airbrush is that it is hypoallergenic. So if you have super sensitive skin, super acne prone skin, it's not going to clog your pores and it's not going to irritate your skin. Um, another thing that I love, and we use it a lot for like tattoo covers. Um, you know, we'll go in with some concealer, some primer, and, um, kind of give it the finish of airbrush because it is much less likely to transfer than a normal foundation. Don't you agree? hmm Um, and also I will say most of the brands, if not all of the brands that we use, do have kind of a guarantee to not budge. Depending on your skin type. If you're super oily, I mean, you know, girl. Like, you struggle with it. You know things move around on your face. All right? So, I would say maybe Handaplex is a better option for you. But it does offer a bond that will stay from for six to eight hours. Which is dope. I mean, mm-hmm. we love that. But if you want to go to some of the, like, cons and dis- disadvantages. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that Riley and I always kind of start our trials talking about is, you know what type of skin do you have? Do you feel like you're more dry, more oily? Sometimes I will be talking to someone and I can see, like, visible dry patches mm-hmm. on their skin. Um, and immediately I'm just thinking, like, oh, airbrush is going to accentuate that. Like we were saying, it goes on wet and then it dries matte. So, you know, if you are already super dry and then you put something on that's kind of drying, like, it can accentuate the wrinkles, accentuate mm-hmm. the, the dry patches. And so, um, yeah, it... We just have to be careful with that, and I know, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times moms will see, or those with mature skin will see, um, like, a 20-something bridesmaid get airbrushed and be like, oh my gosh, mm, I want flawless. that skin. But then when it's her time, like, I think we do a pretty good job of explaining. And we have airbrushed moms, so it's not out of the question. It's just going to depend on their skin type. Right. Some moms it will look great on. Some moms it will just settle it more in the fine lines. And, and some, if they want that finish, like, we are able and um, versed in doing kind of like a hybrid situation mm-hmm. where we, you know, go in where there's some extra fine lines and, or maybe some, like, peach fuzz. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can do that with hand applied and then go in and kind of do a light covering of airbrush so you have that that finish but it's not totally um gonna accentuate everything another thing too is if you do have like a lot of peach fuzz on your face um and you are wanting airbrush something that riley and i would recommend is for you to go ahead and either get threaded or waxed like a week and a half or two weeks dermaplaned yeah dermaplaning is fine 
um, because the airbrush can sit on those hair, on top of those mm-hmm. hairs and kind of accentuate them. Mm-hmm. We're usually pretty honest about this. Like we want you to feel your best and we want our work to look its best. So if we are noticing that, I mean, there's been times I've whipped out like a little shaver and just you yeah. know, shaved a spot for somebody because I'm like, hey yeah. girl, your face looks great. Minus this part. Okay, not like it. a, not like a, like a, not like a thing you like shave your armpits with, but like, like a, face a, fa- a facial razor. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then also I would say the last thing is that's a disadvantage is that, you know, touch-ups are a little bit trickier with airbrush. Granted, it's, it's designed to not move around, but if it does move around, which is why we highly recommend a trial, um, yeah, it's just, it will break up. If you try to put any other kind of creams on it, it will break down. Um, but you can always do, like, a translucent powder if you're getting shiny. All right, on to the next one. Another question that we get a lot is, will you provide a schedule of hair and makeup for the wedding day? And the answer is yes, we do. We call it our game day schedule. So, essentially what we do is you'll you'll contract with us, you'll pay your retainer fee, you'll sign your contract, and then you'll officially be on our calendar. And then, like, eight weeks roughly before the wedding, maybe earlier, we will send out a questionnaire. It's our final questionnaire, and it gives you the opportunity to add any services and also provide us with your wedding day details, which would include your completion time, so the time when your photographer would like to start photos, and, um, you know, you're getting ready location, anything else pertinent that we need to know. Then we basically have this schedule that's a template and we put in your completion time and we work backwards from that completion time based on the number of services that you have to arrive at your start time. So we literally have a little window um, or like an appointment time for every single service. So a lot of our brides will go in and write out like, you know, we just say bridesmaid one hair, and then you'll go in and write Sarah. Bridesmaid two hair, Lindsay. Bridesmaid three hair. Like, you know, you can go in and add names. So that way you can tell Lindsay, hey girl, you're second up for hair. You'll be starting at 930 with mm-hmm. Jordan. That way it just helps the day run smoother. It gives us opportunity when we're there to like have the schedule in front of us and we can call names out like, Lindsay, it's your time for hair. Um, yeah. Or it makes the day run smooth. Yeah. Or also some brides choose not to do that. That's totally fine. But I will say sometimes it's like herding cats. Yeah. I recommend, (laughs) I really recommend doing that because as the bride, you're going to know like who's your most responsible bridesmaids, who's going to show up on time. Who's going to, you know, be willing to have their hair curled first thing in the morning and not be all fussy about it? And also, if you have bridesmaids that are, you know, new moms or pumping or they have little kids they're trying to accommodate throughout the day, we run into that almost every weekend. And so, you know, put those bridesmaids where it's best for them in the schedule so that they can work their other moving parts around that. Yeah, and also moms. Yes. Because sometimes moms are helping set up and coordinate and so sometimes you know they need to be there when vendors are there another thing that we get all the time is are you able to accommodate different ethnicities girl yes Mm -hmm. yes we are um i know different ethnicities are often underrepresented in the beauty industry and i hate that i think we all hate that like we are there for you and i don't think we can call ourselves artists if we are not able 
to work on every kind of skin type and skin tone. Um, so yes, we're there for you. I will say, oftentimes, if you are of, you know, a darker skin tone, a lot of people have found that foundation that just matches and they love and they wear every single day. And so you are totally free to bring that along with you and we will use that and, you know, then our other products on you. But totally, we got you. Please don't um, think that we don't. We're there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so kind of staying in that same vein, a question that we will get a lot is, can you handle mature skin? Meaning usually mothers, grandmothers, aunts, and the answer is absolutely wholeheartedly yes. Uh, we, again, if you can't work on all skin types, you cannot call yourself an artist in our eyes. So just as much as we do brides or bridesmaids, we're working on moms, grandmas, aunts, People with mature skin. And we love that, too. I think moms especially, you are, like, second... You're the second star of the day. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's the bride, but you're seeing people you haven't seen in forever. You're taking photos with tons of, you know, relatives, and you want to look your best and feel your best. So, do not feel like you are not going to be, you know, accommodated. Yeah. And to that end, too, I mean, just kind of thinking of our brides as well I know like my mom is so important to me and on my wedding day it was so important that my mom felt good too mom looked dang good mom looks great and it's it's so important that your mom looks and feels great and I think as a bride like that puts you at ease like mom's happy mom looks wonderful and so I think as a bride you also want to make sure your mom looks looks good feels good and so we do, um, if your mom would like, we can do a mother of the bride or mother of the groom trial. Mm-hmm. No problem. We can discuss, you know, how that all works, but um, all the details of it. But, yeah, that's something that we are totally open to. If that would make your mom or your mother-in-law or your grandma or whoever feel better, we can get that on the books. Yeah. They definitely don't need to stress out about anything more than they're already stressed out about. Yeah. For real. Um, lastly that we're going to address today. Um, Obviously, we can do another one of these. Um, But we get the question, is gratuity required or is it optional? For us and our company, of course, every company goes about it differently, and that's totally fine. But it's pretty much an industry standard of 20% gratuity. You would do that if you were getting your hair colored and cut or your nails done. And, you know, we are providing a service that is involving labor and beauty. So, yeah, we do include that in your quote. And that way, it's really for you. It's for our bride to understand what exactly that looks like. We hate, and I think one thing we really have pride about in our pricing and just our relationship with our brides is full transparency We don't want there to be any hidden fees. So, yes, we do include gratuity. Also, you know, that does help cover admin costs and travel costs for our other stylists. Say you have three stylists. We only do one travel fee, at least right now. That's how we've been operating. And so that kind of helps accommodate that. And also, 
if they do a great job, like, they deserve it, you know? I think another thing we realized is that a lot of our weddings, like, we do have multiple stylists there. So, you may have your lead stylist and then two or three additional. And our brides were running into the issue of, like, okay, so do I take 20% of the total and give the, my lead stylist, like, 50% and split the rest over mm-hmm. everyone else? It was just, we could see them doing the mental math mm-hmm. and it was, like, stressing them out and... They felt weird handing their lead stylist 100 and then the other girls like 20s. And so we just wanted to take that off your plate. We do mm-hmm. not want to be a vendor you have to worry about money with on your wedding day. So yeah. We just feel like that should all be dealt with before. So on the wedding day, we're smiles, we're hugs, we're happy, we're not like cash. Yeah. Like, and, and to that end, another question that I get from brides is do you get tipped more? Yes, a lot of times we do. A lot of times, um, you know, we make great relationships with our brides mm-hmm. we exceed their expectations and they want to tip and more. they want to tip more and that's of course perfectly fine we yeah. super appreciate that it's always you know makes us feel extra loved but you can walk out knowing like we don't expect that mm-hmm. so if we get it cool and if not totally cool too yeah absolutely okay well hopefully this was you know informational informational that's not a word mm-hmm. is it Great. Um, so I did. I did good on that one. Um, <laughs> educational. <laughs> educational. That's really what I was going for. <laughs> Hopefully, it was helpful too. All the fulls. All the fulls. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you're feeling full today. Yeah. Uh, I am. I just had breakfast. So, <laughs> anyways, um, we love you guys, and see you later. Toodles. Bye. Bye. <laughs>